Hi, everyone, and welcome to this marketing show. We have a special guest today, Brian J. Spencer, who has two roles, and we're going to be talking about two different things. He's the president of Streaming Incorporated, which is a video streaming company. Um, and he's also one of only two professional Canadian storm chasers. So he literally chases tornadoes. Uh, and we're definitely going to talk about that. Welcome to the show, Brian. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for the opportunity. I've been uh, looking forward to this. Thank you. Hey, so we're Brian, gonna we're... just uh, looking at your hairdo there, and I, you you do look like a storm chaser. And and you know Cheryl just taught a grade nine class on weather this week, so you guys ought to get along on this program. I actually have a uh, talk um, talking with the brownies uh, this evening, so uh, maybe I'll bring that up as well. A little uh, with a little wind blown hairdo here. I can't pull That's that hilarious. one off. Anyway, Cheryl, sorry. Uh, Brian and I have actually, we, we've, we've communicated and chatted in another life when I was a weather specialist at, at CTV, and it's fascinating. I'm obsessed with weather. I love talking about it. And, and you mentioned something earlier, Brian, that it's like a common thing that everyone can talk about no matter where you are in the world. It brings things together, and it's usually a way to initiate conversation. Um, I want to ask you, though, how did you get into storm chasing? Like, where did that come from? Yeah, uh, yeah, you're 100% you're correct. Everybody likes talking about the weather, whether it's good or bad, whether it's good or bad. Yeah, we'll go with that. So no, I'm a huge fan of nature. And of course, uh, you know, obviously weather is, uh, you know, it, it uh, goes hand in hand. Uh, and uh, so, uh, and of course, extreme weather, well, that's a whole new level of, of awesomeness. So no, it's just, it's part of my DNA. I'm a huge fan of, uh, of nature. So Brian, I know you've, you, your history goes back to doing streaming with, you know, great bands like Pearl Jam. And if we fast forward to today, you know, you're looking, as we spoke about off camera, for an eruption this fall for people getting back together, congregating live events. Hmm. And, you know, as we talk about live streaming today, I don't think our audience understands, at least I didn't understand really what the different levels may dictate in terms of need. What I mean by that is, you know, I'm involved in a local charity and we would stream live on Facebook. And then there's another level where, you know, Cheryl and I might do webinars for a client, which is another live stream. Mm -hmm. And then there's a whole other level with what you do on a professional grade. And I'm just wondering, you know, if you could speak to what are the different applications? Like when would someone migrate from Facebook to webinar, maybe up into your environment? Because you're doing big events and maybe you could speak to that as well. Yeah, Rick, that's actually a, a brilliant question because uh, we we have to we have to um, during the sales process uh, we do have to ask uh, all of our clients you know what are you, what are your needs and wants in regards to your event uh, you know are you just are you distributing your message is it a, is it sales material um, that kind of thing what are you hoping why are we going through all this effort for what. Um, and what are we trying to accomplish? And, and normally I always start every meeting with that. Like, what are we wanting to accomplish? And then figure out the goal and then I work it out backwards. And so, yeah, you're 100% correct. So charities, uh, we usually, uh, that's a, a Facebook, usually a Facebook Live or we'll do a, a cross uh, stream with Facebook Live and Instagram at the same time because a lot of not-for-profits obviously be on both socials. And, and of course they want those Facebook likes. They want people to follow their page because they need to distribute uh, newsletters and media and content and, 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 and I totally get that. So you gotta kind of figure out who your demographic is or who your target mar market um, audience is and then just work it backwards and, and kind of figure, it, figure that out. But yeah, you're 100% correct. A lot of times we're just, we're just, you know, it could be just a Zoom webinar, you know, easy peasy weather. Uh, like last week we did a live stream for uh, five, five live streams for uh, at uh, LOSA. 
uh, a fantastic organization. And, uh, and they were just teaching how to build um, uh, dream catchers, I think. And it was, and uh, they're like, oh, you know, it was, it was just, so we figured out what they wanted. They, they just wanted to create a tutorial on creating uh, dream catchers. And we're like, okay, I th we believe that your perfect platform would be Zoom webinar, uh, just because it would be easy to administer and then so on and so forth that we can capture it. And then we can make that content available post event. Uh, but when we look at our larger clients, and, and, and this is, we have to figure out, especially during this pandemic, because our business is completely different now than it was just, uh, you know, 14 months ago, 14 months ago, you know, we had one employee, and we're really just a one man show and, and, uh, you know, we could handle everything we were on site, usually a single camera, PowerPoint slides, lower thirds, maybe a couple of pre recorded uh, videos, but really it was a one man show today. It's at least a two-man show, if not a three-man show, uh, for the high-end corporate clients because sometimes we're pulling in remote viewers. Sometimes we're we're doing a, a live uh, stream in front of a green screen with a live teleprompter, uh, and of course pre-recorded videos. We got lower thirds and PowerPoint slides, and sometimes there's silent auctions, and so we really have to look at the elements of the event. How do we pull all that together? Who is your, your, your target demographic or target audience? And how do we make the content um, digestible for them and to meet our goals for, for really any particular event? Uh, so really great question. It's a long-winded uh, answer, but uh, every client in every situation is different. And our sole focus is to be, make sure that our client gets everything that they wanted or they needed out of the event. And that's what we produce. So Cheryl, if I may, just to, so in layman terms, if you're watching right now, what Brian would do is move in and capture what we might call the sources, multiple sources for an event, could have a speaker on stage, someone remotely, and then we'll call it through his magic box, if I may call that, he then redistributes the message in a very professional manner with seamless segues, etc., for a very professional output, where I think a lot of us, we might try it on our own, and we may you know, drop the signal or someone's not ready, et cetera. So it's really, I think when you want to do a pro job, you know, this is where people like Brian would come in. Sorry, Cheryl, I just want to explain yeah. how it worked. Yeah, no, for sure. And I know, um, Brian, you did a lot of streaming stuff at Canada Life when I worked there. And we used to have, you know, town hall meetings that were thousands and thousands of people. And our issue and the reason we couldn't do that on our own was because of bandwidth. So you have thousands of people logging in to this platform from all over the country and it's going to lag, it's going to crash. And that was, that's the risk, right? So that would be a reason is if you had a large audience that was geographically spread out over a large area, you would need to, to bring in a streaming company. Yeah, you're a hundred percent correct. It's, uh, um, it is. It's. Uh, it, it almost reminds me of like the six o'clock news. You know, you look at the six o'clock news, and you're talking. About, you know, local CTV. They do such a fantastic job. That's what we do on the on the live streaming front. Is we pull all of those elements together. We can do the overlays of the of the of the screens and whatnot. Um, so yeah, on the corporate front, uh, yeah, talk about Canada Life, absolutely fantastic um, example, because uh, although it, it, it's funny about Canada Life, it took me 13 years to finally get in there. It took 13 years of sending examples and begging for a meeting. I'm like, just give me five minutes. Let me show you what we could do. 
and 13 years later, I finally got the call. Uh, so that was that was a nice client to land. But yeah, you're 100% correct. At the beginning, there were just small town hall meetings, fireside chats, that kind of thing. And then as those particular events started growing, we started streaming the president, uh, uh, Jeff McCowan, I think is his name. And he was a fantastic presenter. Absolutely. So we're doing quarterly reports, annual reports, and there's tens of thousands of employees. And you're 100% correct. I, I do believe if memory serves, I think one of our a big live streams that we did for them uh, in the early days, I think we crashed the Winnipeg network or something because of bandwidth. And you're 100% correct, Cheryl. That, that's a fantastic example. And so what we ended up doing is they increased their bandwidth uh, twofold. And they started bringing the audience members into uh, meeting rooms or auditoriums where there could be 100 people watching a single stream as opposed to those 100 people being at their desk watching an individual stream themselves. So it, it's 1% of the total bandwidth. So yeah, there's a lot of adjustments sometimes. And, and obviously with our, uh, with our newer clients, we will test all of that for sure. Uh, we'll incorporate yeah. some redundancy on the live stream. Uh, but yeah, it's, it, it, it's a fantastic question. So, so Brian, I'm curious, um, you know, just how things have changed. So um, as an example, I was reading this article um, a couple days ago, and it was, I think it was finance online. And they were talking about all these stats about video streaming. And they said that like 99% of companies plan to use video and streaming in 2021 as part of their marketing. Um, they also say that because of, of the pandemic, 96% um, of consumers say that their video consumption has more than tripled. So as a result of, of just those stats alone, how has like the streaming industry evolved in the last year? I would think it would have gotten a lot busier. Fortunately, that we've been around for 17, 18 years now, that our name is out there. And, then, and, and now the companies that are reaching out to us are churches. Uh, not-for-profits, um, uh, we're doing a lot of not-for-profit stuff, a lot of charity stuff, a lot of live concerts. Uh, it, it's amazing how it has evolved. And although uh, finally, like we just landed a couple of huge events with uh, General Dynamics coming up this next month, which we're so happy about. So we're finally getting back into the, the, to the corporate um, market. But this last year, yeah, what a stark difference that this pandemic has uh, impacted our business because we're doing zero corporate. Uh, we've really done zero corporate businesses last year. It's all been fundraisers and not for profits. And those, those smaller organizations, they seem to be quicker to adapt, I guess. And we are just so grateful that they call us first uh, to do their live stream and to help them reach their, uh, their fundraising goals and all of that kind of stuff. So yeah, pre-pandemic, almost 100% corporate and live concerts. We do we do, do a lot of um, live concerts through like um, Mario Cercelli and uh, Paul Rivard at Ticket Window. We just signed a partnership with them. Love those guys. Uh, but yeah, it is a completely different business today than it was a year ago. And then hopefully in yeah, September, October, November, it's just going to completely ramp up on the corporate front again. Fingers are crossed. <laughs> well, you know, uh, you know, Brian. The, the we we have a video team. We we don't do live streaming the way you do it. Obviously, at your level, um, customers. I looked at your products like this that you provide. So, as a client, I would not only get the live experience of a pro stream with segways, etc. The, the news is a great example. That's what you would make people look good, basically. And then they get the product after the video that they can you know use or share on their website, etc. My my question is like what is the most common question or questions that you would get from customers 
you know, considering live streaming for an event that they're having? The line of questions, yes, have completely changed. And now when, when we get, uh, when we start going through that sales process, people are asking for like um, crazy features within their live stream now, like live green, like live green screen teleprompting into the, into the, into the live stream. Uh, ASL interpreters, uh, French interpreters. We do, we offer closed captioning now. Uh, so all of those extra services are part of, of our um, umbrella of offerings. Uh, so, so we kind of ask those questions now saying, okay, what are we trying to achieve with this event? You know, is it a fundraiser, likes, uh, message, all that kind of stuff. Okay, great. These are, these are, you know, all of the features that we can offer to help you reach your, your, um, your initial event goal. Uh, and so those are the questions. They're like, oh, we never thought of that. We never thought of that. Oh, and then we can stream into Quebec because we're doing in, you know, uh, dual languages. Uh, What's ASL, Brian? Sorry, what is ASL? I, I can nod and agree with you like most people would, but what you mentioned ASL is a feature. What's that? Yeah, so just uh, so sign language. Okay. Yeah, okay. For, for those that are hard of hearing and, yeah. uh, and then the French and, and English translation and closed captioning. So, so this pandemic has actually made our business better. Uh, so if you had to look at any, you know, silver lining is now we're, now we're actually, our family has grown, uh, you know, we have four employees now, we're hoping to bring another team on in the fall, uh, and the, the level of, of these types of features that we can now incorporate into our live stream, those are the questions, it's almost like I'm asking the client those questions now, as opposed to the client asking me what's possible, it's, yeah. uh, everything's possible, we're only limited by our imagination, bottom line, with these live streaming events. Um, Brian, we, we're going to wrap up in a, in a few minutes. For more information about the streaming part of, of what you do, you can visit the website, which is streaminginc.com. Um, before we go, my very last question is, uh, in, in under a minute, your coolest tornado chasing uh, experience. Okay, under a minute. So yeah, I am a, a professional storm chaser. I'm actually the lead driver and guide for the oldest running tornado tour group, uh, which was stationed out of Norman, Oklahoma. And a uh, long story short, in 2016, uh, we were tailing this half mile wide uh, tornado uh, for about 90 minutes. And it was just outside my driver window. And uh, long story short, I'm running out of seconds here because this, this is a 90 minute story, but I'll, I'll throw it uh, into uh, 30 seconds here. But we were going, uh, driving uh, perfectly eastbound, I think it was uh, inter Interstate 70, uh, just outside Chapman, Kansas. And this half a mile wide tornado was outside my window for that amount of time. And this was the first tornado out of the 43 that I've experienced that when we got out of our vans, I could feel the ground shake. And I'll tell you, that's, that's odd. Uh, very odd and very humbling. Uh, but long story short, I'm, uh, we're, we're heading eastbound. The tornado's out by driver window, and there was a dog leg in the road right ahead of us. We had a quick little left and a quick little right. We could see the trajectory of the tornado was going to cross the highway where that dog leg was. And so we had two choices. Either we stop our vehicles and just film this half mile wide tornado just cross the road right in front of us and probably pull up the road in, in crazy craziness. Or do we bolt ahead, get into Chapman, Kansas, and because we couldn't hear the tornado sirens, so we said, well, maybe we can warn somebody that, you know, this impending doom is on their way. So we're driving eastbound, and you can see the tornado on the left-hand side, so that we, we, we decided on choice number two, so we bolted ahead, and as we bolted ahead, uh, I could see the tornado now moving off my left and, and moving to the back, so I, could, I started seeing it in the rear view mirror, so as I turned left, it was 
I could see the train behind uh, through the main rear view mirror. And by the time I turned right to get out of that dog leg, the tornado was on my right side. And I'm just like, that was just mind blowing to me that I'm dancing around a half mile wide EF4, EF5 tornado and survived. So I, I hope that satisfies that question. You didn't even uh, put your cigarette out either, eh? Didn't even blow it out. <laughs> Fortunately, I've always I've always been able to stay calm. So no matter if there's a tornado, like there's a funnel cloud spinning right above us or whatever, I've always been able to stay calm and, and safety is absolute paramount. For sure. Well, Brian, thank you so much for joining us today. We appreciate it. Love that story. We're going to throw some, some pictures and video up if we can. Uh, for more information about, about the storm chasing aspect of what you do, you can check out spotternetwork.org or tornadocalendar.com. And again, streaminginc.com is the website for your video streaming organization. All the best. Thank you for coming on. And uh, thank you for watching, everybody. We'll see you next week. Congrats on what you're doing, Brian. Good job. I think hope more people check out what you do. Thanks for joining uh us. Thanks, Rick. Thanks, Cheryl.